0: This is Dean Blandino, NFL rules analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome, Kings and Queens, to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. You're with your host, Tyler, Mickle Pickle, Luke, and of course the great one, Patrick. We've got week one. Well, most of week one in the books. Obviously, Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, I'm ready to start freaking out. Can we do that segment? Oh, Oh,
1: it's on the show, brother. (laughs) Pat, are you...
0: uh, You got a little
2: tickle in your throat today? No, I just have... Are you screaming about how bad your fantasy lineups
0: are? I'm screaming about how bad Matt Ryan is at football. (laughs)
1: Let's, uh, before we get into Are You freaking in the waiver Wire, what we are going over today for week one, let's talk about a couple injuries that occurred over the weekend. Jerry Judy... Was having a phenomenal game. Comes up with a high ankle sprain. The report today was four to six weeks. A lot of people think six to eight.
3: I don't know. That's one of those where even when they come back, it still lingers. I'd I'd rather it be broken. Um, No, I mean, that sounds really bad.
1: No, yeah, it's it's much easier to come back from.
2: It's a heel and he's back. I
1: honestly think you could drop him if you want to. like if you if you have short benches, if you mm-hmm. have four or five deep, because it's it's a long time. If you have an IR spot, obviously put them in the IR spot. But uh,
2: you just never know with these high ankle sprains. Here's a good one: if uh, if you drafted and started Brandon Ayuk, then yeah, you cut the guy that's out four to six weeks You <laughs> need to go find a player to not only replace the four to six week guy, but also the other guy you drafted. <laughs> don't, give don't give away <laughs> our freaking
1: Don't give Don't give away our you freaking. Uh, any, what were the other big injuries over the weekend? Uh, I know there was a couple. Uh, what Fitzpatrick went on IR today with the the hip, so they're going to be rocking uh, Taylor Heineke. I don't know how that's going to affect your scary Terry Stocks and your Gibsons, but at least Heineke can run a little bit. Yeah, I mean Fitz isn't not he is not Im- immobile. He can move, but to me it was like Heineke with Fitz. Really they move. could
3: at least support like maybe you know they could support like when Curtis comes back. You know, yep. two guys a week, or maybe three guys a week in terms of fantasy. Now it feels like that's going to be shrunk a little bit yep. with Heineke. Uh,
1: Lions got way worse. Starting cornerback Jeff Okuda went out for the season, Achilles tear. So, not that that was even a scary guy to worry Truly about. One of the worst secondaries in the league. That now they are bad, bad. Yeah. Um, Mostert Raheem Mostert went yeah, out with an injury one. today. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be out eight weeks. We will talk about uh, the replacement on the Wave Wire part of the show. Uh, I'm trying to think of a couple other injuries. Yeah, I know there was some defense. I was trying to
2: find it. I had the I had the list on my phone, but
1: Sean Murphy Bunting from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We could talk a little bit about that game if you guys want to. Uh, Bucks came out. Offense looks good. Pass defense looks bad. Run um, D looks good.
2: Yeah, uh, from uh, all of our previous shows before the season started, uh, fire up all of your Buccaneer offensive players and fire up your Dallas Cowboy yep. offensive players. Dak looks great. They're going to tear up the leagues, both of them.
1: Um, a couple other pointers we'll just point out before we get into are you freaking? I guess uh, Joe Burrow looked good and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, you are no. not freaking about
3: Jamar Chase. I, I, no. I, I just
1: Anymore.
2: found it as well. Uh, Rashad Penny uh, left oh, the game yep. with a calf injury. Um, I want to say they said that one's serious. And then two ones that aren't as serious, but Zach Ertz pulled a hammy. Um, and Michael Gallup had the calf injury on a Thursday as well. Yep, and those Gallup's- are all
3: direct, at least momentarily, direct boosts to other guys. God, uh, obviously, yeah. Goddard gets a huge boost. We've talked about that a million times. As soon as Ertz leaves, Goddard gets the boost. I thought Jalen Hurts
1: looked really good. Yep.
3: Um, yeah, that one it. throw to Goddard was nasty. Uh, he was way better downfield throwing. Like last year, he was, had one of the worst downfield yep. throwing percentages in the league. Yes, yesterday, he was truly balling downfield. So. We,
1: we could toss that up to possibly Falcons being the Falcons key. as sure. well. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see against a real defense. But I think he looked good. Uh, their offense looked like it was nice, like mm-hmm. how it worked for him in the system.
3: We said before that game, too, where it was one of those where, like, the Eagles should take care of business, You know their offensive play. Yeah. If, if guys <laughs> like Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders looked bad yesterday, that would have been something to take away. They looked good, um, so now we'll see. Devonta they, Smith looked good. Yes. Fire
2: up your. Yep. Uh, it's kind of funny because they're a team that usually has a lot of yards, puts up some points. The Falcons, um, but fire up your fantasy defenses versus them because their offensive line is.
3: The Matt worst Ryan's going to take some sacks. This the year, worst boy. in the league. Yeah. Uh,
2: they got absolutely manhandled. Um, I want to say they're. Uh,
3: <laughs> there's. their
2: It was like their left guard or right guard is a rookie and he had to match up with Fletcher, s- Fletcher Cox, who won an absurd amount. He won on over half of his
3: uh, rushing attempts versus the guy. This is the guy that tweeted out before the draft, right? If you yeah. want to protect your quarterback, draft me. Well, then they took that tweet and put it next to a screenshot of Matt Ryan laying just like flat, flat on the floor, dead yeah. on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he that's got so funny. his
2: quote after the game when he got asked about you know game planning and putting a rookie like that versus a guy like Fletcher Cox, and he goes... Uh, Arthur Smith's response was, "Well, you know, sometimes you just got to get baptized by fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, word baptized, word. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Welcome to the league. Um, trying to think of any quick pointers before we um, are. Are you freaking? Any other good the other uh, injury? Um, Aaron Rodgers had a uh, his br- injured his brain uh, okay, uh, removed well, before the game. Along let's, with both let's of relax. His arms. You're
1: blowing all your my fucking. <laughs> <laughs> are you freaking? Well, there's no are you
2: freaking? I've been preaching this one for a while now. Aaron Rodgers is this, not going to have a good year. Okay. Um I asked for
1: Points about players That did well That we didn't think Were going to do well
0: Mm. Players that we didn't think uh, Christian Kirk
1: (laughs) Christian Kirk came out He played good Um, He'll be a a Rotational
2: guy Uh, James Conner I was uh, happy with How much he was on the field Yep Um had as many opportunities as can, as uh, Chase Edmonds, um, Melvin Go-
1: Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams played fifty percent of the snaps each. Javante Williams had fourteen carries though; he had more carries than Melvin Gordon did. Bust a seventy-yarder touchdown. Yeah. So, um, and
2: Javante though really didn't get work until like late in like the fourth quarter when they had it in hand too. So a lot of his work came. Oh, so he wasn't out there as much. Played the majority. Um, Other guys that kind of outperformed, I think both Lions running backs, you should be very thrilled. If you were the guy that took the risk on Swift, you should be absolutely fired up about that pick. He looked so good. If you were the person that punted your RB2 and had to take those crazy flyers and one of those guys was Jamal Williams, I think you've got a guy that's going to be viable all year long.
3: Right now, there's a lot of zero RB uh, like teams that are blo- that look fantastic, or not yeah. necessarily zero RB, but teams that wait until, you know fourth, fifth round for yep. running backs. Some of those guys hit yesterday, or at least showed a decent. Kind I mean, of a lot of the back.
1: first round picks this year were bust. Uh, so far in the on average draft uh, ADP of first rounders, it, most of them busted. So uh, another
2: guy too, uh, James White looked to be in the old tom brady james white role he looked quick he was involved a lot played every third down love it all right
1: let's uh let's get into are you freaking
0: i'm freaking out man the answer is gonna be yes for almost all of them this
1: guy was on are you freaking the most last year can you guess who it is
3: oh man um ronald jones
1: no. <laughs> on, are you, on our are you freaking or the general fantasy are you freaking? He was on our show the most last year. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Zeke. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Ezekiel Elliott, 5.9 fantasy points. Uh, l- did not look explosive, was getting wrecked in the backfield, could not get by a practice squad guy on the outside edge. Are you freaking a little bit? I would say
3: a, little, a tiny bit only because Tony Pollard played a lot more than I expected him to. Yeah, maybe that was my own. And he kind didn't,
0: of, Tony Pollard looked better. I, I think. think. I, I think though.
3: that in the in some of these matchups where um, they are playing a very tough run defense, Tony Pollard's going to play because he can do a lot of quick stuff and make plays on his own. Whereas Zeke, we, like Luke pointed out, straight up one on one with the practice squad safety, he couldn't he couldn't break the tackle. Yeah, I mean there was no excuse to be made there. But uh, you know when they when they're in softer matchups, they're still going to run the ball plenty. He, I don't think he's going to lose very many goal line touchdowns to. No, uh, yeah, I'm Pollard. not worried at all. I'm not freaking at all about this. We you. all, everyone knew he was going to struggle week one against yeah. the Bucs. Everyone and knew. Everyone, everyone will, will game too. Plan was for the not most part,
2: to try and run the ball up the middle whatsoever. Smart game plan. Which Absol- I, if absolutely. you are
3: if you are another team and you're looking at that, don't try running the ball in the Bucs. Just don't. Like every Bucs fan, when you run the ball, we're like, yes, awesome. Yeah. That helps us out big time. So. Great game plan by Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I
1: agree. Um, so we're not freaking as a show, I don't think, yet. Not on Zeke Elliott. Are we freaking about the Packers' offense? Huh.
0: Not really. The that quarterback, bad, though, the
1: wideout, the running back,
3: all sucked ass. Bob Tunyon too.
1: Yep. You <laughs> less surprising him there. to some. <laughs> yeah, less surprising for him. He's a tight end.
3: But and Adams,
1: too. Yep. Adams ended with 10. I think you can drop your MVSs. Um, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa! I uh, I held on MVS simply because. Okay, obviously you know how I feel about Rodgers and the Packers this year. Not a high, not a high outlook on it. Rodgers has done this to the entire NFL his entire career, year after year. Balls doesn't ball. Balls doesn't
3: ball. Ball doesn't ball relative to his. Balls. Aaron, it's, right. It's yeah. only
2: relative to the Aaron Rodgers. Right, cause he is still
3: technically balling, but um, that yesterday was not even close to balling. But with
2: MVS, the only encouraging thing I took away was he tied at Adams for uh, team high with seven targets. So that's why I'm, I'm willing to uh, do a hold on that because their offense isn't going to put up three points. Like, that's not going to happen again. Right. Like, that's the lowest For what it's worth,
3: they're missing their, uh, you know, like literally the best left tackle in the league. I mean, that should be factored in a little bit. But. Yeah,
1: he won't be there till what, week seven? A little I bit, guess. yeah.
3: But Saints are the toughest matchup they're going to play in terms of defense. You know, like Saints really are because they don't play us. And
1: they have a great bounce-back game. Let me figure
3: out where it De- uh, is. Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they play the Detroit, Detroit Monday night. So. so if if you want to f- – don't freak out quite yet. If they, if play, they suck then, on exactly, Monday, exactly, I, yeah. then you freak. Yep. Which and I think they play that's Detroit. Actually, you would agree to probably hold MVS just for one more week. Yeah, like, you could hold You could maybe spot seven, seven targets you're where you find seven.
0: never going to start MVS.
2: Here's the thing. Well, the, I'm saying thing, If
3: he maybe he breaks out, but like,
0: and, like even if he does
3: against Detroit, you're going to flex him the next week. No, but you're going to well, regret th- cutting him if he here, balls against here, Detroit. Here's I
2: mean, the here's the thing. You're you're telling the kingdom to cut MVS. Who
3: are they picking up that just saw seven targets? K.J. Hamler. That's the only one I would cut. So, oh, did I just spoil one of my waivers? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But that's who. <laughs> but he didn't get those targets, so uh, your point still stands. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, absolutely. I'm and down absolutely. They're Aaron Rodgers' targets. Correct. That's yes, the same. absolutely. Yep.
0: I'm down to drop MBS. I'm never going to start for him for any that's backup why we have running be, back. That's what we have to say specifically for who. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. it's – Almost, I, I literally almost anyone because I'm never going to start him. And then you're in, never the going to start like, him
3: with your current understanding of what MBS is. But we're saying, what if you know, like, like what 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 could be like what it could it even reasonably be like? It's never been a
0: thing. If it goes out, if he goes and balls so, against Detroit, you're still not going to start him the following week. But if he, and he the balls idea the gonna, following week. If he Are you going to start room room? I, was, week four, I, would, I would flex so,
3: him if he balled two straight weeks on top of this You know this what happens week, when you start him week four? Let me, he, probably, he probably gets hurt. Let <laughs> hurt. me backtrack on my
2: seven targets from Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was flat out terrible. Yes. Terrible. Yes. He That's what He yeah. was I've, – I've never seen Aaron Rodgers look as bad as he did. No, it was bad. Half of what happened wasn't on anything other than Aaron Rodgers not being able to make a throw from the clean pocket to his receiver. MBS had seven targets. I watched this whole entire game because I was very curious to see what MBS was going to do, and I was encouraged. The reason being, two of his targets, one was a 35-yard pass where he roasted a double team, and Aaron Rodgers overthrew him by about seven yards. So that's one. Okay, so if he catches that, not only does he probably score. I'll make a bet with you. Not only does he probably score, but let's just say he gets tackled. That's another for 35. Okay, and another one was a 25-yarder on the sidelines. Rodgers threw the ball out of bounds by four yards.
0: I'll make a So day.
2: that is basically over 50 yards that were left on the field because Rodgers couldn't hit a wide open receiver, so which, which will not happen again. Which
0: one is it? Is Rodgers so terrible this year that he's he can't be trusted? And this is you where need to we're drop him to Or is Rodgers just going uh, to. I don't It, it goes back is to it? what
2: Mike said. The down years for Rodgers are down compared to his
3: MVP-level seasons. Okay, so you you didn't want
0: MBS on a good Rodgers season last year. On a down (laughs) Rodgers season, now you want MBS?
3: It's just about waiting and seeing. I'm telling you I don't know, but I want to wait and see. And you – I mean – I, yeah, of course we don't know, I'm just, but you got to, like, make up. I'm just, tell, take I'm just telling right. S, I'm just, right. just telling you. He's not uncuttable. M- I'm saying, M- M- but if I have a, was, a reasonable option, I will cut it. Like M- I said, K.J. Hamler, I'm, I'm putting in a claim for. M- M- and if M- was, I had MBS, I would too too
2: do too wide open Aaron Rodgers Aaron throws away from being our pickup of the week. All right, bro, keep, keep
3: him, have him on the, your the team. And the other that. point, too, is that even if MBS had caught all those, I still would be approaching it the same way. You know what I mean? I'd still be like, well, we don't really know because it's week one and, you know.
1: All right. He did he debate didn't on, on MBS. On MPS. I think yeah, we're, all waiting. we're
0: all fine. <laughs> it's it's, I'm re- What's his ownership percentage? It can't be like more than 15%. I'm he not had sure. you to look great, that up. That's,
3: the other thing is he's had a great offseason. All the Packers people were like, he is clearly the entrenched as their number two receiver, and he came out, and he was their number two receiver. But. All
1: right. Uh, Aaron Jones will be fine. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers should have a good day on Monday,
0: so we'll see.
3: Yeah.
1: Next guy. Another Tyler guy. Well, oh, he odd. was... One, oh, I by the him way, too. I think
0: A.J. Dillon just sucks. What? Like, he had a few decent runs, but if Aaron Jones is ever out, I don't think A.J. Dillon's going like, to I,
2: do I, well. I disagree. Helen no, Hill's going to come in and get the Aaron Jones role. Yeah, uh, I
1: don't agree. I think A.J. Dillon's pretty good talent, but. We'll move on. We'll save that
3: spirited argument for another day, boys. Yeah. I can see
2: that. I, I can see, a, see that one brewing. I don't give a shit. Enough <laughs> argument for the for the team that just looked like they might be the worst team. We got to move yeah, on. Yeah, that's
3: Way too much time, time for de- the, the, the Packers. The Saints
0: defense oh. is
1: nice
2: though. Next up. It yeah, it is. It is. Are it is. you
1: freaking about oh. Brandon
3: Iyuk. Yes. Zero the targets, yeah. zero catches. That,
2: that's a no. <laughs> yeah, it has to
0: be. I was freaking in the offseason. I, didn't, I that am wasn't freaking, minded.
3: man. It's tough because you drafted him in the fifth round probably, and you you cannot start him with any sort of confidence next week. And the nope. week after that even is going to be sketchy. You're looking at like a two-week window of prove it to me, and that that's tough. You know, what, you know
0: what you're reasonably looking at, I think? Two
3: you weeks need, and he's waiver need, wire? You need Debo
0: to get hurt, which is – Very, very likely.
3: I have always thought that Jimmy G was a better fit with Debo and yeah. Lance was a better fit with Ayuk Iuke because Ayuk's like this down – although Debo was making plenty of plays downfield yesterday, but just kind of generally. He
1: was tearing it up last year. How is he not a pro's that, oh, that's the He was a top 12 wide receiver so last the eight weeks of the year. Shanahan's
3: making about him. That, it's like, like what? gets right. me more and more worried every time. I'm hoping that action. one is – they Shanahan's come out and old say school, that that bro. That quote was taken out of context. Yeah, that was I've a been, terrible quote.
2: I've like, been searching for that oh, one. Let's,
1: let's throw this name in there, too, with you Friggins. It's Trey Sermon as well. We can discuss him afterwards. We talk Ayuk, but
3: he's it's 49ers, guys. It takes, like, a logical reach to not freak about Sermon. Like, yeah. my thinking is that they only want one running back that doesn't play special teams active. But that's, like, they haven't said that or anything like that. So, as far as we know, um, what's his, uh Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, who is another rookie that was kind of highly t- – you talked about yeah. Elijah Mitchell, Tyler, uh, in the offseason. So – you know, that's the thing. It's not like Sermon has another, has an old guy in front of him. He has a rookie in front yeah. of him who played well yesterday. So, yeah. and the thing we'll is, talk is about not him not on the waiver wire. Not right. only
2: played well, but once he, once Mozart did get hurt, he had the uh, 19 of the opportunities, and the only other person was Jermichael Hasty, who came in with two. And so, if, yeah, I mean, it's, it's similar to IU, based, I mean, you, invested something where you could have gotten a guy that's going to be valuable for your team. So, so you're definitely freaking on both.
1: You're, you're freaking on both. I think less on sermon. Now that we know most are out eight mm-hmm. weeks and we want to see how sermon is used this weekend. He might be the main back. They're so that's crazy the there. Thing, exactly. The it's thing, like, it, my only uh, thing is that that
3: doesn't make it's sense. Just, there's no way to know. Yeah. So it's almost like deal.
2: by default, I have to assume Elijah Mitchell's going to roll into that because right. he just handled everything. He right. handled the pass protection. He, you know, he handled the pass-catching duties. He handled the the rushing opportunities. Um, and the last time Shanahan had a six-round draft pick uh, rookie uh, running Morris, back right? was Alfred Morris, and he ran for 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns. So Shanahan, it, it just comes down to Shanahan's a guy that he's going to find his guys that work with what he wants to do. And he, Which was Sermon, though. He's a stubborn SOB when it
3: comes to it. That's the thing is that Sermon fits everything he wants to do. That's why we were all so stoked about him, but... Yeah, there's no way you're going to be able to uh, know next week. I mean, we'll talk about Mitchell. On yeah, I mean,
2: you can't, you can't throw either into a lineup. I mean, you've got to pivot in any other way. I mean, there, there's nothing promising for either player to play them next week. Right, yeah. All right,
1: next up on Are You Freaking? Julio Jones, 5.9 fantasy points. Got called uh, out by his coach. Coach called him out because he made a boneheaded play on a third and one, got a penalty. Three I, drops,
2: one one led to an interception.
1: He had a rough first game.
2: Yep. I'm not going to worry yet, though. So, I'm not going to either. I'm going to count this bit. similar to the Packers situation where this is a talented offense. By default, they got to pick. It, it won't be as bad as it was. That I mean, 13 points when you have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. You got to figure out something. Mm-hmm. Now... A little bit concerning that we did mention the new offensive coordinator's Todd Downing, whose only other stint as an offensive coordinator was dead last in the NFL in his team's offensive output. It's not great, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not overly freaking. I'm willing to play Julio next week because they've got bounce back.
3: Yep. Yeah, there's just no way that they're gonna have anyone consistently, you know. And that's it. He, he's on the field the whole time, right?
2: Like, right. there's just no other. There's no one's gonna come and all of a sudden surprise you like Trent Sherfield. Like you can't do that with Julio Jones, right? All right. I think that'll do it for Are You Freakin'? What?
3: Um that can't be yeah, right. Nashi
0: Harris was bad. Yeah. Oh, on,
3: well, yeah. I guess there is a uh, semi Are You freaking there. Okay. If you, Question's if you want to discuss ask. that. I'm, I'm not freaking. I'm not freaking at got all. five points. So <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe like ultimate ceiling a little bit just because, you know. It's I mean, the he same got thing as Zeke to me. What, yeah. Yeah. I mean if
2: yeah if You're we're not gonna, play, you know if, if we're going to add Zeke to the list though we got to have Najee Harris right on the it was list. not good so, that's true it but was, what, what were the concerns coming in, in the year big Ben right. might not be able to push the ball on the field that kinda should help seem, him though. Kind of seems like a little bit. He had bit. three targets. Two. Bad offensive line. Their offensive right, line, right? How, however one, great yeah. was in the preseason was bad in the NFL on week one. Very very bad.
3: There is definitely risk, I guess, with Najee. Maybe where if they run into like a meat grinder that's just totally devoted to stopping the run, that he can't overcome that with his talent. You know, maybe that's where the offensive line really because that's I'd seem. Uh, from what I understand, the Bills though didn't have the box loaded hardly at all yesterday, so they were kind of just stopping them with their own guys. But maybe that maybe that's my one takeaway.
1: I mean, he had four. What was it? 14 rushes for 50 something yards, and, and then he had one catch. Played 100 percent of yeah, the so, running back yeah. snaps. No, too. you
2: lo- you love that. It's just the three
3: targets, two like red zone, zone as targets. As
1: he Big Ben missed him wide open on the flat. Remember, you overthrew him. That was a touchdown. If he if he hits him in his numbers, so he hit him he hit him again, and, and he got stopped at the one or whatever. So. I, I I'm encouraged. Oh, encouraged? Yeah, I'm encouraged. I'm not worried. So, uh, I do want to point out, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I chose the Steelers as my upset of the week. Great bet. W. Yeah. And my sit of the week was
3: Saquon. Saquon
1: Barkley and what, what did, did he, he actually have? end up with? I think I
3: three. 3 fantasy points. Um, Although our suggested replacements for Barkley were Ronald Jones, who one of them was, yeah. points. Uh, I have to say, I sorry we said guys. Tyson Williams putting my hand up. Sorry night. guys, talked <laughs> too much about Rojo. We uh, saw the worst case scenario, which happens with Rojo way too much. <laughs> Fumbles once, end of game. Bye bye Rojo.
2: However, yeah. worst case, Lenny's right around the corner. So yeah, yep. So uh, let's move on to the
1: waiver wire part of the show, and I'm going to call this. Is this up? Below your load situation right now. I'm gonna come
0: if it's if you're looking at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you're about to say
1: we have a running back out there who is now looks like the starter. No, I Latavius mean, Murray. No, no, no. His name is. You could either call him Elijah or Eli Mitchell, running back for the 49ers. Is this a blow your load situation? Yes. If you need an RB2. No. Yes. No. Even if you don't need an RB2. How yes.
2: big of a load? No. As big as you want it to be. Because <laughs> the thing is, is here is with the 49ers running back. I'm going to yes, come. Almost you know, there. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> stop. stop. Don't stop. Yet, yet, almost don't. there. Yes, <laughs> you know that in any given time, maybe someone else comes. But, <laughs> the fact that was accidental, too. But yeah, that was, <laughs> I know that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> accidental. However, <laughs> if it doesn't, you just your league even if you're three deep at running back
0: you can't blow your load because sermon is gonna now be
2: by default, that is my night terror it right too. there <laughs> big it, and
0: that, that it is, will. It, is, <sighs> it, is a, it is a
2: fear but everyone's why would, out, that, why would that be a fear the when, guy
0: when Mostert was hurt last year you couldn't blow your load on Jeff Wilson jr because there were 16 guys that, that were gonna be out. used. different shanahan went out and
2: hand-picked two guys yeah sermon put them put them <laughs> two guys one the other one was Elijah Mitchell side yeah right. Side, they put them side by side all of camp Yes, the beat reporters want to say one thing, but you never know what well, the actual Well, and the preseason. I are, just got to say, like,
3: this is the preseason. Yeah, usage. Looks good. Nothing they did in the preseason. I'm, d- I'm pissed off at Kyle Shanahan for this. Like, the, nothing they did indicated yep. this. You know, it's fucking crazy. It truly is crazy. One of the craziest week one things I've ever seen.
0: I think Kyle Shanahan thought for that game, Elijah was a better complement to a healthy Raheem. But there's no Raheem anymore. So now Sermon back goes back to what we probably saw in the preseason when they were featuring him.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he started the game, yeah. I mean, it's just I like so. Shane can do that know. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: kills me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Listen, we don't know, but I mean, I know you guys are all on that way. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll, how much are you I, I will. How much are you you I will. I
3: can't plant your flag on anything with Kyle Shanahan, you know, because it's that's the nature of Kyle Shanahan, you know. Yeah, you planted. You okay. planted his fifth round. Before flag. we
0: talk,
2: you planted your fifth round flag on Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, and I it boned me for it because Before Kyle talk, Shanahan can't yeah. be trusted. But now I've seen, I've seen one week. The guy picked up every pass protection. He was great in pass protection. He caught the ball well. He ran your typical dominant Shanahan offense. A great yards per carry. How about this? How about this? And here's the thing: What does Shanahan do? When does he turn to the other guys? When the guy doesn't do something well. When the when the hot hand's not why hot. Why do you think that they took
3: uh, Sermon? Why do you think they traded or drafted Sermon ahead of Mitchell? Two rounds ahead of Mitchell too. That's the other thing that's playing in the back of my mind. You know, that was only four months ago, or five months ago. Here's
2: here here here's, here's here's the other thing with the with the NFL draft. I don't know how the 49ers shake theirs out in terms of who gets to call those shots. Is, mm-hmm. All I know is, at some point, even though they used draft capital to go get someone like Sermon, someone wanted Sermon, somebody else said, you know what, I know, this, I know we already did this, and I know we've already got Raheem, I know we've already got, we've already got Jermichael Hasty under contract, I know we've already mm-hmm. got Jeff Wilson under contract. We have five running backs under contract, actually six. Right, they had Wayne yeah. Galman they signed in the offseason. But someone in the sixth round still said, this is my guy. I want him, and we could have. They could have used that on any other position for depth, but they went out and drafted a seventh active running. So back So that to they their can roster, use three running backs to pay.
3: on game day. I mean that too. But uh, I've just
2: seen enough with Chan- is Tracer- okay. is Tracer- Shanahan. Is that- can win you Shanahan running backs can win you oh, yeah. a fantasy football. League. No doubt. That's where I'll leave Did it. You have to
0: guess right. Can, can. Trace is Trace Sermon a good? Yeah, I mean that's in the, the thing, dude. I- I mean, and Elijah too, Mitchell, though. you're saying was a better. It was a good. Uh, was picking up all the pass blocks. Yeah, you didn't do. It might be. I'm telling you, Raheem, Raheem was their guy to play last on Sunday, and they figured Elijah's probably a better pass blocker than Trace. I'm Sermon. sticking He'll with my special teams Raheem guess for better.
3: Worth. I think that they just you can't have too many active players that don't play special teams at all. And I know Sermon didn't. I know Mostert didn't. So that's my guess. But I mean, what? That's a good question. Yeah. That's
1: what we're gonna say. So you know. Uh, like
2: exactly <laughs> what? Exactly. Specifically, $2, please. <laughs> you want me? You want me to give you a dollar? amount? No, yeah, no, yeah. just give a percentage. Uh, I'm willing to go. Everyone's, 100, go. Everyone's got a hundred. I'm so. willing to go thirty-five to forty percent. Wow! Again, I view this as a possible league winner. I don't. I don't you hate it. Blowing your though. I truly
3: don't hate it because what moster's okay. out eight weeks. That's a lot of time for things. To, and if it's just two Shanahan running backs, and you know one of them is going to hit, I like that bet. Kind of for thirty percent.
0: Who has a better chance of being like, a featured runner this year? Let's Votavius
2: Murray Elijah or Elijah Moore? One currently is the leading runner, and one's not. So I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell. We'll see tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will see tonight. But again, I'm going to go with the guy that currently is doing it. Here's another Here's another aspect from the Shanahan. You brought up guys like Jeff Wilson in the past. So let's go back to last year where Jeff Wilson is the number four RB on the depth chart, and they have three guys go down. What happened in that one week? Even though people knew Mozart was coming back, you blew your load yeah. for Jeff Wilson. He, because of how valuable the I position just, is. no one I blew don't, their fucking I, I load for Jeff Wilson Jr. If you're not willing to blow it for the most dominant rushing scheme, guru in, and Shanahan, guru in the game and Kyle Shanahan, who are you willing to blow it for?
0: I would pay more for Kenneth Gainwell this week just, than Elijah McKenna. That is just silly to me. I, can,
1: I I I agree with T. I mean, if you need an RB two and you know you're sketching thirty uh, percent, right? Because we're kind of like we 30, I mean, if We just take
3: reality for what it is right now. Reality right now is this man is their RB one. We are kind of like yep. projecting stuff on top of that. So if you go with that, then I don't hate it. I mean,
1: and they want to run the freaking yep. ball. So I agree. Uh, I like.
2: I would say 40. thirty. I think definitely. I there's there's a slim number of potential guys on the waiver wires that when stuff happens, you actually, you know, look at and you're like, there's a path to where this man is a top twelve running back the rest of the season. Shanahan has a top twelve running back every year, even though it's by committee. But the thing is, it's never right. split up in games. One guy. It's enough of a game.
3: possibility to where I'm interested.
2: Well.
1: I'm definitely willing, because uh, we need to talk about this, too, is uh, your waiver if you have number one priority in your waiver order, I w- would use it this yep. week on him, yep. no doubt. I don't think there's anyone else, um, really, that's kind of like That's different than Fab. Especially
3: so. a running back, you know.
1: Well, yeah, you, if you're going to try to hold it all year or something, this this is the time you just use it because it's week one. You might get back to the front of the line anyway. I, just,
0: I don't think this one's going to pay off. I,
3: Sermon is going to
0: be like a 50-50 guy with him this week.
3: By Default, I'm enough right. in Pat's camp to where I won't spend 50 on, like, the, in other words, I would spend 50 if I knew Tyler was right on this guy.
0: Yeah, but I agree. I, I would blow, I would pay a hundred dollars, right? Yeah.
3: One, Seriously, because you have the 49er starter, right? No, you you it's have like t- a third a round one, guy. One. Sure.
2: one other note, and I will say, and granted, I love Sermon as a prospect, I loved him in college. Sermon is a guy who just started playing running back in his third year in college and has one year He's been under his belt playing running back.
1: Okay, we're moving on. Uh, next player is going to be Kenneth Gamewell, Kenny G. Eagles running back behind Miles Sanders. He played pretty well yesterday. He's owned in about 8% of leagues. I would uh, suggest adding him to your bench at least. I'm trying to bring up his stats right now. I don't know. What do you guys think about him?
3: Yeah, so I wanted to see what his – got to be honest. I didn't actually see what Kenneth Gainwell's, like, real usage was. I saw he had two touchdowns, but, I mean I, – uh, He had two touchdowns?
1: Nine carries, 37 yards for a touchdown, and then oh, okay, two catches that. for six yards. I think – he's the clear-cut backup. There's the only two backs that got uh, work were him and Miles Sanders, so
3: – Okay, he had one. Yeah, I he's like definitely the handcuff.
0: Miles Sanders – There's a. Guy, there are guys that you know are going to get hurt. Mostert did it really early. But you knew that. Yeah, Miles Sanders is always beat up. I think the same thing about DeAndre Swift. These guys that can back them up and play well are so fucking useful. Man. And
3: Gainwell is like a, a stud uh, pass catching he's back good. too. So like he, he looked, could get, get you a nice PPR floor maybe. He looked good, and um, so I've I not You know, if, I, I if guess- you have Miles Sanders. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. If you okay. have Sanders, he is worth a handcuff, I think. So,
2: so yeah, in terms of opportunities, so carries and targets, Sanders saw 20 total, and Gainwell saw 12. But then in terms of usage, uh, Sanders got 66% of the snaps. Gainwell got 35%. That's not
3: yeah. bad. Um, yeah.
2: So he's on the field. But, yeah, if you're the Sanders owner, he's a, he's a must-add if he – So, yeah, Kenny Gainwell, got to add him, you know, especially, like we said, if you're that Sanders owner. um, But just encouraging to see him actually already involved in the offense, potentially as a plug-and-play if you were desperate enough. Um, But, yeah, if Sanders goes down, I mean, it's him and Boston Scott, and it's going to be Gainwell. So, positive-looking things from the Eagles.
1: All right, let's move on to the next guy. It's another running back. Uh, It's Mark Ingram, 18% owned. He had 26 carries for 85 yards and one touchdown. You know, not every week are they going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, but...
3: I was going to say, I'm freaking over what to make of that. <laughs> yeah, you had a really good day. Well, it's
1: only 3.3. It was also, rush, right,
3: like, it's it just the, the volume was so shocking to me, you know? Um, but there is, it's tough. You can maybe spend a little bit on Ingram just because he's a running back with a pulse and a, a perceived workload. My concern is this is a week-to-week thing with them. Next week, Phillip Lindsey gets a bunch of work. And Um, so
2: snap rate, Ingram played 46% of the snaps. David Johnson came in at 28%, then Lindsey at 26%, and Burkhead at 13%. So, you know, four guys getting used, but the big difference was just the actual carries and targets. Um, Ingram saw 27 uh, combined carries and targets. Lindsey saw nine, David Johnson seven, Burkhead two. So when the other guys were on the field, they just weren't being used. So, I mean...
3: Ingram was the first one they picked up, right? Yeah. This and he changed
2: number two, and it kind of looks cool. So
3: the, the single digit, 100%. Every player that gets older needs to switch to single digit. It makes it way quicker. Yes. It makes yeah, it look it much more spry. Um, yeah, definitely.
1: So uh, I'm going to name two more running backs before we move on to wide receivers. It's uh, James White, 33% owned. He uh, caught six of eight targets. It looks like he's going to be a part of the offense right now, especially with Damian Harris fumbling. Yep. And then uh, Tony Jones Jr., 19% owned. He's he played good, more than
3: I thought he would. Yeah, he sure. played a lot for the Saints, just like Latavius would. Um, the, he is. Yeah, you. If you Camara owner must have Tony. Yeah. Jones. Yep. Must, Eleven must. carries, fifty yards. That's yep. a shit ton.
2: Camara seventy three percent of the snaps. Tony Jones thirty five. Um, but like you said, twelve total uh, carries and targets. So yep.
3: Camara is like how we talk about with Aaron Jones. They will not ever make him a true true worker. Of course, they um, will always have someone with them.
2: Fun enough with that too. Uh, Camara saw his uh, third highest. Uh, carry total of his career so encouraging signs with the new look saints um what we thought was correct that he is going to just get funneled a workload
1: yep uh let's move on to quarterback because i think that actually might be the m- second most important uh pickups because i don't think the rest are really going to impact your lineup that much for the next week or two but uh james winston yes um blow it forty forty two 42 percent owned uh he killed it yesterday but he only had 148 yards five touchdowns had a uh, an interception called back on a horrible uh, what they call uh, roughing the passer. So he did give one, but he he got it back. Um. Yeah, Jameis, he's got a great matchup again this week. Who is I know so they've
3: that, got ne- their their next four are Carolina, okay, New not, England, yeah, the Giants, know. and Washington. I am. A big Jameis guy, but I'm gonna go ahead and say don't bust load, right? Yeah. Just because they load. don't really have the weapons to I'm saying this on the heels of a five touchdown game. But he had I understand 140 that. Yards. Right, that's the thing. That's yeah. the that's the and, big one. And so maybe is, Callaway gets loose. Callaway did nothing yesterday, but he had a tough matchup.
2: Is it was entering the fourth quarter, I want to say he was still at like ninety three yards. So the game plan is not to it's, kind of unleash him basically with with Sean Payton. It's gonna be a very methodical dink and dunk when you can,
3: Camara. So Jameis is going to be like one of these, every year, these guys uh, matchup-based streamers, right, where Jameis plays Carolina next week. I mean, Carolina defense actually did look pretty good last week, but they're not uh, anything scary. Uh, When Jameis plays like Seattle or Tennessee or Atlanta, you know, those are the games where I'm I'm good with uh, picking them up and playing them.
0: How much did I pay for Jameis this week? Because I'm desperate. pay f- Gra- grab well, Darnold.
3: Just- well, shit, Darnold plays the Saints. Ten next bucks. Week, so, to, like, uh, to, I'm saying, like, ten bucks
1: max. I would say. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um. So another streamer that uh, I don't think you guys will be uh, too fond of, but I think uh, he's worth putting his name in there for next week is uh, Big Ben. They oh. play the Raiders. So we're gonna see tonight how the Raiders play on defense, and if it's the same as last year, I don't hate Ben as a streaming option next week.
3: Yeah, I don't hate that. Ra- Raiders are... I-, I would be shocked if they were anything better than, like, bad yeah. on defense this year. <laughs> so, Agreed. yeah, Ben's got the weapons.
1: Uh, let's move on to tight the tight end position. Uh, I think the n- number one tight end to pick up this week is Cole Clement of uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, 28% owned. Uh, last night, that was a good game. We didn't really talk about that, how good Stafford looked and stuff. But um, Cole Clement had... Uh, five receptions, forty-two yards, um, seven, seven targets. targets. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he should be able to get to ten points every week without a touchdown. He was the second uh, leading receiver
3: with Mooney. They tied with seven targets. Uh, Great freaking athlete too. Comets on that spectrum of like tough uh, matchup uh, yesterday too. Yeah, he's on that spectrum of like Mike Gesicki, like really uh, Dallas Goddard, big giant, like super good athletes. So yeah, I like Komet.
1: So you got Cole Komet. then we could talk about Jared Cook of the Los Angeles Chargers.
3: Um, I'm not putting any money in on Cook, guys. Huh. Oh, am he, I a shitty liar? Wait, did he? What did? How did Cook do?
1: He had five catches for 56 yards on eight targets. Um,
3: uh, what's his name was looking at him? Herbs was looking at him. He's the number one tight end. He's the third target on any given play. Granted, Eckler had a freak game with no targets yesterday, so that will. But yeah, I'd love Cook as a pickup. I'm for sure picking him up.
1: So another one listed on a lot of the uh a lot of fantasy sites are telling you to get is Juwan Johnson, uh tight end for the uh New Orleans Saints. This I is would, a
3: super interesting one.
1: Yeah, I would hesitate on that. Adam Troutman actually led the team in targets. Yep. But
2: Jawan you know, so, got...
3: Juan got the Had, touchdowns. like, three targets and two touchdowns. Yeah, on and the thing targets. with that one
2: is, too, is uh, Troutman was at 83% snap rate, and Jawan Johnson only played, like, 18% of the snaps, so... Yep,
3: Troutman, Troutman, led, Troutman led them in targets, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, kind of back to life a little bit. We know Jameis loves to throw to tight ends. I think he threw... I think the other was the other uh, one of the touchdowns yesterday to another tight end that wasn't Troutman or was that uh so to, Chris Hogan that t- caught yeah a touchdown. chris hogan caught it okay so yeah i i thought he was a tight end for some oh, reason shit. but they
0: have no pass they got no there.
3: one i know that's the problem but yeah i i would i actually would think you can pick up troutman for free if you want and just give it another try you know we'll see next week if if it doesn't pay off maybe you can cut him but um, i am with you i think i would rather and it sounds crazy but that you got to look at the usage a lot of the time um, and, and Troutman's is much better than Johnson's. Yeah,
1: agreed. All right, let's move to the wide receiver position. The last uh, last position here. Um, I think uh, the number one wideout this week that should be picked up is Rondell Moore of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, four or five uh, caught four of his five targets for sixty-eight yards. I think he is going to be an elite weapon for them. AJ Green is dunzoed, in my opinion. He looks
3: not that good to me still so and I it doesn't even on. but and you know what it doesn't even matter because they're such they're so different like even if aj were a beast the way they're mm-hmm. using rondale is awesome for like uh, especially in ppr you know See, well,
2: do you know their snap percentage yeah so uh Hopkins AJ played a lot yeah hopkins was 100 percent. i don't know the exact number on aj but he only came out for two snaps um, and then Kirk and uh, Moore basically rotated in and out. They were both around like the 40% for snaps.
3: They run very similar in, to in, the in, Bills where they constantly have four wideouts um, out there. So, like, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah the, the best news, though, is kind of what we talked about after watching them in preseason. It's that his touches are different than the other guy's touches. Mm-hmm. They're, like, manufactured. They're quick little out screens. They're the reverses, the, you know, shovel passes. Um, so he's just used in a unique way. Um and it should, you know, he's a rookie, so his snap percentage should just go up. Oh, yeah. The AJs will will definitely come down a bit.
1: Um,
0: hey, are you guys freaking about Stephon Diggs? No. That was another
1: he, one that's kind of tough. He like, had a floor game, man. Nine for 70? That's a floor game. Or seven is that for what 90?
2: Yeah, and just not a lot of points to go around in that matchup. Um, we said it was going to be low scoring. Well, you did. I didn't. That, that shocked me. Oh, really? I, I really did think that. That was going to be a surprising one with a lot of points. I don't remember what I thought, so I thought it would be a low scoring. <laughs> I think you agreed with me. Actually. No, you you did, yeah. I, I think I was the only one I just – I honestly thought Josh Allen was going to come out and set the NFL on fire again. But so uh,
1: the next wide receiver is actually Christian Kirk you could pick up as well, uh, 13% owned. He had five for, five for uh, 70 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I could see
3: Kirk playing AJ off the field a little
0: bit. Yeah. You should not pick up Kirk.
1: Probably. Yeah, I, I don't think he's worth it over Rondale, at least in my opinion. Sure. Um then uh some flyer guys, unless Sterling Shepherd's available in your league. This dude is just a beast. Three straight games with twenty PPR points with Daniel Jones as the quarterback. <laughs> it's a fucking miracle. <laughs> the guy he, he
3: just loves him. Yep. Daniel he does. Jones hits up Sterling Shep. Another guy who changed his single digit makes him look like he's freaking Deion Sanders. it right uh, yeah. makes you look so much quicker. Also,
2: need to just because we brought up him, I need to apologize for my Denver D smash play to the kingdom out there. He, they finished with uh, double digits, which is you know great for defense. But yeah, you, when you texted that, I thought they were losing. No, it's, no ju- they, it's just the fact <laughs> they that they were killing them. One turnover from Daniel Jones, and it was one that he literally mm, the fumble. gifted he, him. Yeah. Um, also, Daniel Jones has. 32 career fumbles in 30 games so he averages more
3: than a fumble a game i feel so bad that i don't even want to talk about daniel jones because it just feels like kicking a man while he's down at this point and yeah he but man, he's but man he's down I'm over yeah, he had a rushing night. touchdown um, that's
2: but the, that's the other one i want to talk about if anybody lost their matchup because it, it is coming into play in mind it shouldn't hopefully shouldn't hold him off but daniel jones literally with one second on the clock they called a timeout. <laughs> With one second on the clock, down three <laughs> scores, and he ran a QB draw from the four yard line for a touchdown, and took my defense down two points. Oh, that's I annoying! Would, I have to den- break my TV. That it was one of the most frustrating things I like watched. Like that man frickin' scamper in there.
0: Are you close to losing this week?
2: Um, so it's I have a, I'm, I have a six point deficit, and I have Darren Waller. However, Kyle has Justin Tucker. Um, so anything sick. can happen and it's <laughs> do you realize how crazy that sounds, <laughs> it sounds stupid. because yes waller should win it for me but it's the pain of if i don't win it comes on the back of a kicker off.
3: i guess it is with tucker always possible that he just bangs 350s and, and with our
2: scoring system too yeah right yeah really gets interesting yeah. you know um, what would
0: be so funny is if we didn't have to deal with kickers and you didn't have to worry about the fucking luck of him getting 350s. I'm I open agree.
3: to it. it. Did you try to get that vote this offseason? We've tried for three It three tried years. And no never works. No. I yeah. voted. In Everybody f- talks or,
2: a big I game. Big game. Big you vote didn't vote in no favor. And then I start offering <laughs> players for kicker trades and it no wins. one wants to trade <laughs> with their damn kicker <laughs> week one. And it's like, you guys all tell me how much you hate kicking. I hate them. Like, just give them 20. To start kick. <laughs> Who's my kicker?
0: Blankenship. He'll me three points.
2: That sucks. I almost picked him up. Thank goodness I picked up Matt Gay. That guy um, sucks, dude.
1: Okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, two other guys on the wide receiver waiver wire is uh, KJ Hamler and Tim Patrick, both Denver receivers now that Jerry Judy is down. Yep. Is Corlin
0: Sutton going to be nice now?
1: He could be. He, he They kind of held him back, I think, last mm. game. But
0: or is Noah Fant going to be nice? Noah
1: Fant was nice, 6 yep. or 62. Was solid, he was man. nice
3: even while Judy was going, too. Yep. I felt real good about Fant yesterday. Do you um, have Fant? Yeah, I've got him in two leagues, yeah, nice. and I was hating it, too. I was kind of felt like I was overexposed, but it just seems like he's a good fit with Teddy. You know, Teddy loves throwing middle of the field, um, and that's why Judy was dominated, because that's where Judy takes care of business, too. And so I think it's a, a sizable boost for Fant. Should have a solid floor there. I um, love K.J. Hamler yeah, a but, lot. K.J. Hamler sh- could have had a huge touchdown yesterday. I was going to say, but
2: that kind of helps you out on these waiver ones because it showed you Teddy's got
3: the arm yes. to hit him. It was like 60 yards downfield. It was yeah. great. It's a bad drop, but, like, you know, the guy's not. There's a Denver reporter uh, named Benjamin Albright, and he's, like, real plugged in with the team. I always get, like, he was the one that was saying, Melvin Gordon's going to be the starter. Don't free like – and he really thinks K.J. Hamler will be the guy that, like, most immediately, that's the guy they'll slide in for a lot of Judy snaps because he is such a playmaker downfield sort of. But I love Tim Patrick, too. Tim Patrick was balling before the Judy injury yesterday. If Tim Patrick's on here, you've got to go get him, too. I think yeah, maybe, I like too,
2: him. if you're looking for, like, a floor play out of this, like if you're trying to decide between the two. Hamler
3: has a legit ceiling. Like, this team is a, needs play, a floor, play. Yeah. But if
2: you need, like, the,
3: the boom guy, I think Hamler's the guy you, you go for there. Hey, yep.
2: should I be freaking about Kyle Pitts?
3: So we should read Pitt's usage. It was encouraging. I mean, it was, you know, and he ran a lot out of the slot
2: too. He kind of did what we thought, where he wasn't going to really play the traditional tight end role, and I like like that. So,
3: yeah, he. Uh, so he was. Um, I took him in the fifth round. Right. Well, I don't know if I can make that feel much better, but I I think that um, did you take him over Hawkinson instead of Brandon Ayuk? Well, did you take him over Hawkinson though? Yeah, I think he was certainly like the fourth tight end.
2: So team. at the end of the year, you're going to really kick yourself on that one. Yeah. But I think it was, like Mike, like Mike said, it was encouraging the way they used him.
3: Yeah, so I, I just had the – he was, like, second in tight end uh, uh, routes run yesterday and, and like, fifth in tight end He had, in like, four points less
0: than Calvin Ridley. You could well, frame yeah. it like that. So,
3: but then also he, he played on 71% of the snaps. He, this is a good one. He ran a route on 90% of Matt Ryan's dropbacks. So he is constantly out there and was in the slot 23 times, split 14 times, blah, Pickle, blah, blah. Pickles, should
0: I be freaking about Mike Davis?
3: I wouldn't freak about Mike Davis yeah. that bad either. Well, here's the thing. I would freak about Mike Davis in bad matchups, like where the opposing team has a good run D because Falcons have such a bad O-line. I don't. I think they're just going to, a lot of times, when that happens, just say, screw the run. And maybe you can bank on... He got 10 points yesterday, right? Yeah. That's his floor, right? That's the Mike Davis floor. So later in the season, you might be hungry for 10, for 10 points. points. <laughs> but I think in good matchups, he will hit for sure.
0: Are you guys perplexed at how consistently Robert Woods was going before Cooper Cup in drafts this year?
3: I'll be honest. I liked Woods ahead of Cup. Then I took Cup after missing out on Woods and talked myself into Cup being the best <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> but I think by the end, it'll probably shake yes. out the same, right? It'll, I mean, or more know, or less. Next week, Woods, Woods will have more. Right.
2: But, however, you know, that broadcast and Chris Collinsworth did want to let the entire nation know that Two hours before every practice, Cooper Cup Cup and Matthew Stafford have breakfast at 3 a.m. Apparently so. Breakfast That's something that, I mean, maybe he clicked early as Stafford's favorite target. I I wish I I would have known that.
0: Are you guys freaking about Clyde Edwards? (laughs) I wish they
2: would have told you that stuff that these guys get. Woods in several leagues. uh, Who are you freaking about? Clyde Edwards. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we didn't put him in the segment because I didn't really want to talk about it. But (laughs) (laughs) no, it's just Kansas City shouldn't be trailing by multiple scores that often, that early on. So I'm encouraged that Darrell Williams wasn't on the field. Jarek McKinnon wasn't even a remote thing, which really That's a big
3: me. one, yeah. I was genuinely worried um, about McKinnon. But yeah. after
2: watching the Homes, I'm going to come out and say it. This man is willing to throw the most ridiculously hard passes when he's scrambling around like a maniac. But every single time Clyde is, like, there for the dump-off and he's scrambling like a maniac, he just doesn't – Freaking throw him the ball. That exactly. was yeah. the most frustrating. And he thing would to throw see. it to Damian Williams. Right? Yeah. So like it's like he
3: looks at him and he's like, "I'm just gonna take this three, scramble and get out of bounds." It killed me last I'm year, like, dude. What are you doing? Just- Clyde's one of the be- one of the best pass catching running backs like in college football history. He made so many good plays on rese- and it and. It, but, mean, but I'm
2: willing to throw it up to triple cover Tyreek Hill on a frickin' – In his defense. Fuck it, Tyreek's well, down there yeah, somewhere. You know, in his defense, it's, it's a mean it for a My yeah. <laughs> God, one. why
3: can't he just say, fuck it, Clyde's right there? Yeah, <laughs> it's <But> like, just, <laughs> just dump it to him. Like, I have, I have another question it. that I, I think I'm very interested in. Your,
0: I think a lot of people are interested in your opinion on this. Are you freaking about Mike Evans.
3: Oh, this is a classic question, though, right? I mean, how many times do we do this uh, last year, right? Luke, no. are you freaking about Mike I saw Tom no. Brady post on his Instagram story today. Yep. His first picture was yep. with Mike Evans. He's like my brother. Yep. So I would not be surprised Three if we get a, a bounce back against the Falcons. Yeah, it, It's what but, we talked
2: about before. If you told me to put money on who was going to lead the Bucs in catches— I wouldn't know who to put it on. How mm-hmm. many yards? so many points? Wouldn't know, <laughs> touchdowns? Wouldn't know because it's just going to be. We just have so many weapons. Right. It yeah. was great what you call it a Gronk if you're looking for another waiver out on. Yeah, possibly a tight end. I mean he
3: probably was drafted. I guess. Yeah, but he if was Gronk and is out there. Uh, take it from he's us, like a, over seventy percent. We were all slept too hard on Gronk. It's not an overreaction. The man's just going to play man, a ton they, of snaps. I didn't see OJ Howard out there. No, he only ran one route. Uh, now that will point. go up because he's coming back from torn Achilles. They're going to ease him in a little bit. But Gronk is Gronk And Luke and I were talking the other day OJ's best still is not close to Gronk's best At 33 years no, old It's crazy it's And um, so yeah love Gronk One
1: last question for you guys Before we end the show Who wins tonight on Monday Night
3: Football Ravens or Raiders? Ravens Ravens need a big bounce But this could be a big statement game from the Tyler? Raiders The Raiders no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and The Raiders I'm
1: taking the Raiders as well I can
3: um, see the upset road. I will say that for
2: sure. Just yeah. devastating injuries across the board. I think it's, it's one of those where it's like it's when we picked our dark horses, like that was my reason for Lamar being MVP, but it, that's a tough road to climb back from. I mean, Waller. Wait, you guys Marcus picked dark Peter. horses when I was gone? Waller scores
1: for 200. Oh, yeah, what about did, Sammy? While, while we were gone, we did our uh, without no, knowing I texted who we you, picked. and you didn't answer, and I say that on the show too.
0: I was in the middle of something. Who, uh,
1: who's your Super Bowl picks this year?
0: Yeah, you now got a week <laughs> yeah. to kind yeah. see who's
1: good enough. Nah.
0: <laughs> it's for the NFC. It's either the Bucks or yeah, the Rams. Uh, you don't yeah, either pick one, me, pick one. Yeah. The Rams look nice, man. The, I'm going to go with the Bucks one more time. Dude, that's
2: so weird we all took the Yeah, Bucks. we all took <laughs> the, that's the Bucks, crazy, too, bro. Yeah. I, they just no the support.
0: Bucks like a, they feel like a durable team. We are a yeah. elite team. Yep. They, we also they, have
2: to emphasize there is no home buys whatsoever with us picking guys. Yeah, no. Durable is a great way to put <laughs> they it. They just though, feel yeah. like
0: a durable, thick, layered team mm. that can, can struggle in, in one area ways. but can still. The Rams, I still feel like there's going to be games where they get like 13 points.
3: You know He's what I mean? Still like they're staff, bro. He'll get hurt. Their offense did make and splash off-
2: plays, but their offense did
3: struggle kinda in between the splash plays a little bit. Offense yeah, they line did. a little bit questionable too, so Yeah, they're
0: yeah. not gonna play Oh, by the way, I take back Andy Dalton is not good. Yeah. <laughs> I was always defending him.
3: But okay, for the he he just a guy, the ball yesterday, I thought. Hey, for the AFC. It surprised me how well they yeah. got down the field in the hurry. Hey. But it's the same shit. It's he can only do I'm like gonna three surprise things. you guys Yeah, with, yeah. It, it limits them so much. What are we doing here? I'm gonna
0: surprise you guys with my AFC Super Bowl pick. Oh the uh, each one of you pick. Who do Cleveland you think? Cleveland Browns. It's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Cleveland Browns go to the Super Bowl this year. They kept it real close without Odell Beckham Jr. Nick Chubb is probably the best runner in the NFL. He's
2: incredible. I watched him just every time he touched the ball. He, had, <laughs> we were talking about it because if he scored another touchdown, it might have put me in my coffin tonight. And on that like, fumble, this right? final drive, though. He ran three plays in a row that looked identical where he just berated three guys (laughs) on the Chiefs each time and it took like the gang pile to bring this man down and it is something else to watch. Yeah, he's he's And their offensive line is just disgusting. Yeah. Be good.
1: All right then, Pat, you want to take us out on our week one waiver wire show?
2: Yes, but after I
0: ask two more questions. Shoot. Is Adam Thielen going to finish higher than Justin Jefferson this year? No,
3: but I will say I think Adam Thielen's going to be pretty good. I mean, it's the Bengals, so I don't want to go cr- too crazy. But, I mean, the man just scores freaking touchdowns. It's crazy, you know. I have two more questions, actually.
0: Is DK Metcalf going to finish as a top 10 wide receiver this
3: year?
2: Yes. And that's something I, I we didn't bring up, the Seahawks offense. Mm-hmm. They were
3: – They look very let's good. Let's just
2: say – Pete Carroll no longer has the decision whether he wants to take out the Corolla or the Ferrari. <laughs> they brought in Shane Waldron. It's his offense. Pete Carroll literally said this is the least he's been involved in, like, game planning, anything like that coming in. And they look like a totally different team, and I love what I saw out of them. And I'm just very hyped for both d Lockett, Russ, Carson. They look very McVeigh esque
3: Indy's no slouch on D either. Indy's yeah. D is set up to good s- point. stop those. De- uh, they play a lot of two-deep coverage. They're s- meant to stop deep plays, and they just got completely roasted all day. So, yeah, it's pretty good for Seattle. Ger- yeah, yeah, yep.
2: Which second round? touchdown, too. Who? Gerald Everett. Yeah,
0: Gerald Everett. fucking sick, dude. Which second-round quarterback do you think I'm worried about not finishing as a wide receiver one this year?
2: Wait, say that again?
1: Said a second round quarterback. I'm here sorry, here which
0: up? second round wide receiver do you think I am worried about not finishing as a wide receiver one? Calvin Ridley.
3: Calvin Ridley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so he's kind of – Matt Ryan can tank that whole offense. Correct. You know, and if he's bad not
2: I, I honestly don't even – and I was going to bring it up. When or we'll the offensive that. line. You did the offensive line. It's right, like, yeah. It's nothing that Ridley's doing. Like, everything Pitts did was, mm-hmm. was, was encouraging. Everything Mike Davis did was encouraging. But the most discouraging part is just –
3: how bad that offensive line in and Matt Ryan is just the least mobile quarterback You can have in the a league. statue and a – it boggles my mind that they let this happen. Yeah. How do you let Julio Jones go because you can't – I guess that's how. They just have no money and that's brutal. They're going to have a long season. Yeah. Okay.
0: I have two more questions. I'm sorry. I'll be quick, Luke. Is Odell Beckham Jr. ever going to be – Anything more That was a weird one. flex? This goes similar with the kind gonna, of Brandon iuke thing. Yeah, I thought I, he was good to go.
2: Has been, he's tearing it up in camp. Yeah. He's looked great. He's fully recovered from the injury. Literally, the clips, I mean, he, you could see in practice, he was he really looked healthy. Slipped in with that like, game day report about how he's going to test it out was a Stefanski quote about how Odell hasn't had contact all offseason. Why? Where's that report been?
3: Oh, he man. He hasn't yeah.
2: taken a hit? Well, then why was he tearing it up in camp? I don't I don't even get it. Like, yeah, like, I don't want him.
3: I'd be moderately freaking about it. Oh, I want to um, give Pickle... This just popped out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. I want
0: to give Pickle some kudos here.
3: Oh, God. What did I do?
0: For the history of forever, rookie wide receivers have done poorly. But Pickle in the offseason said... This might be one of those things where you can't really look at the past, and things are changing in the NFL. God, and, Je- I, I, and Waddle, Chase, uh, who was the other rookie? Devonta Devers? Smith. Devonta should, Smith. The
3: top three all basically stepped in and looked they like all they Elijah the Moore had a hundred air yards. He they, had point uh, three fantasy points out, they, out of yeah. that. But S- I love the usage with the the Elijah Mitchell had. had how bad the Jets Elijah
0: Mitchell or what's his name? Elijah Moore. No, the what's his? The oh, right. Carolina for
3: oh. Terrence Marshall Marshall, had
0: double the receptions of Robbie Anderson. I think Pickle was right moving forward. You can look at rookie receivers as being impact guys right off the bat. Rookie
3: receivers have been impact guys in the past. I, I, you, I don't once understand. in a while, like Michael no, every Thomas, Justin Jefferson, every yeah, it's like one year. a year. No, there's multiple. My two We'll do the homework. No. No. We'll my two, the my, my yeah. two
2: championships in fantasy Your, come, on, come on the backs of disgusting uh, rookie wideouts. Your guys' point
3: wasn't that there are no good rookie wideouts. Your guys' point was that you have to wait a couple to weeks, wait. which is true. Yeah. Yeah. they start slow. They start but right slow, now. It doesn't I, look like they start slow. Agree with, but except Elijah Moore, who will have a thousand yards by the end. <laughs> who does
2: um, who has who of that more? that group are you the most impressed with? Devonta Smith. I would say I want to say Smith. I gotta but say Chase. It was, Chase, I it guess. was nice it's to because... see Chase do yeah. his thing.
3: Yeah, the, the, he had the yips so bad in the preseason that it wa there was no question you had to at least be a tiny bit concerned. But oh, I
2: took him off my draft board because of the yips. That's
3: him dusting Patrick Peterson, who is you know not the old Patrick Peterson, but that's still Patrick Peterson, um, and number one target. So yeah, you gotta love Chase.
0: All right, Pat, take us out. Who has more receptions Shut up, Hill. Oh. <laughs> at the end of this year, Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin? Oh Could,
3: man, couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I, 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 I will say Godwin plays much more than uh, Godwin is in. Yeah, on Godwin wideouts. AB is never in. So
2: and Godwin let our team. AB might have more summer. yards though. Right. I go Godwin after week one just because of the. That's targets. what. It,
3: so like before the season, I was willing to bet that AB would lead in receptions, but now I kind of feel like it's the other way around. Like Godwin because he had the nine targets, he's playing more. Uh, AB could get the yards because he's kind of the big downfield threat so yeah that's that's right and that
0: was this week's episode hmm. yeah. of the fantasy football kings we'll get back to you later this week after baltimore waxes the raiders ass but until then don't forget to find us on the google play store apple podcast and spotify hit subscribe you can also find us on instagram at fantasy kings until next time Oh, God, my team is so fucking <laughs>
3: good. Take it
0: easy, Cakes. See ya. What did-